Put on your headphones, it's time for the Sandler Handler. Everybody loves a car. The Sandler Handler podcaster car. Drew's T and Fesha car. They have all such a wonderful podcast car. It's all in the hips, everybody. This is the Sandler Handler. Welcome, welcome, yeah. one and all, to the Sandler Handler. I'm Jay Z T. Yes. And I'm and the Jill to his Jack. I'm Fesh. There you go. Oh, you that? said it. That? Boy, hey, you yeah. said it, not me. It's true. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's Folks, true. that's true. It's true. We are coming out the gates with facts. <laughs> yes. This is the Sandler Handler, the podcast wow. where we watch every Adam Sandler movie in a row, trying mm-hmm. to build out the story. And Happy Madison production. And Happy Madison production. That's right. That's right. If you're just joining us, we've done some banger Deuce Bigelow episodes. Mm-hmm. I cried. In, Did you? In one of in our year in our. Uh, uh, European, European Gigolo episode. I, I was brought to tears. I, oh, you, you did probably a good job tell. of disguising it. Yeah, you did a good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And our and our you know our guest um, David Sims really, mm-hmm. he, he really brought just the way he talked about the movie and how much it meant yeah. to him really brought me to tears. Go Growing back up in, the in Europe at all, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, he brought that European perspective to the episode. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of jokes that went over my head, he was able to contextualize. Yeah. So for me, I don't know about you, that's been one of my favorite episodes so far of this podcast. I we was, do. I'm partial to Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. That was a really good episode. If we're just talking the Happy Madison ones. Right, right. If we're going yeah. mainline Sandler, well, I think this yeah. is going to be it. And I was <laughs> nervous I was nervous going into the Bucky Larson episode because I'd never met Richard Lawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, listened to him on podcast before. Mm-hmm. Didn't know if he would vibe with our show, but he really and turns out he did. Yeah, yeah, he really took to it, and um, mm-hmm. we gotta get him back. Absolutely. And but, um, t- but today's episode is gonna be my favorite because we're covering 2011's Jack and Jill. That's right, starring Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- hey, who do you think was number one on the call sheet, Jack or Jill? Oh, I mean <laughs> Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Jack's story, you know. And here's the th- well, we'll we'll get into it, but no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jack kind of doesn't need to exist, but all right. Fair it's just point. Adam Sandler. Uh, I don't know. It's just him going like, doesn't this character suck? Oh <laughs> yeah, like, uh, sh- kind of. But sh- you could look on the bright side. Absolutely. So this film, mm-hmm. if you're not aware. Came out in 2011, as Fesh said. Mm-hmm. It's a story of a man named Jack, a very six. Uh, well, I was I would say very successful advertising guy, but he has problems. His yeah. company is on the rocks. Uh-huh. They are on the verge of losing their number one client, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> they have so one right month already. Already, it's like this is stuff people care about and like and <laughs> relate to. <laughs> Yes, jobs, you know. Yeah. Um, that feeling when the job. Yeah. Should we say this first, though, JZT, before we really dig in? I'm sorry. No, this go This is on. the first movie we ever saw in a movie theater together. Is it really? Yeah. After, like, some show at the Beast, we ran up to Union Square to see this together. Awesome. Like, the Beast was only open for, like, a month at that point. Oh wow! Okay, yes, I guess yeah. Two thousand eleven. I think you did like an NYU improv thing. 
Okay. I think it, I think it was like a Wednesday. Oh, might it have been at, at Improv Nerds? Yes, that's it. Yes, some kind of like yeah, college or age Alumni. based. Alumni. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then we le- left early to go see Jack and Jill. <laughs> now for the oh wow. R.I.P. For those who don't know, The Beast uh, was a comedy theater run by the UCB. And, and for um, those of you who don't know, the UCB was like a comedy thing. That, uh, <laughs> yes, UCB used to exist. Used to exist in New York. Uh, yeah. Seemingly doesn't now. Yep. Um, yeah. Man, and and it, we were this close to signing a deal with UCB Comedy to, do, to take the Sandler Handler to... Uh, used to be comedy, but, but we're just like doing Joey so well. Ryan, we said no. We're gonna stay independent. Exactly. Yeah, we're just doing so well on our own. Our Patreon's kind of <laughs> popping off. We're it's like ta- popping off. Yeah, we're like neck to neck with Cumtown. I was seeing. Oh, okay. It kind I I do the numbers. Fetch doesn't really take care of that yeah. side of it. Nope. The business, but nope. like every, other, it seems like they gain five followers. We lose five. They lose five. We gain five. Interesting. There's so there's a finite amount of a success out there. Yes. <laughs> there's fi- everything is a competition. There's five people each month who can only afford to f- follow Cumtown or the Sandler the Handler. Ken Bones of the podcast community. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what Remember they Ken are. Bone? Remember Ken yes. Bone? From the 2016 election, he was undecided. Yeah. He, he looked like uh, one of the guys from Wreck It Ralph, like the Nice Landers. Like yeah. Little, yeah. He uh, he had a human Animal Crossing vibe to him for sure. Oh, sure, sure. sure. Solid red sweater. And He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> he was portly, and uh, he came out as it w- w- turned out he was like super racist or something. I Probably. believe something. Just the nature of <laughs> uh, human memes. Yes, uh, the nature of superhuman beings. Oh, I said human memes. I'm not oh. saying every hu- human being becomes racist. I'm saying gotcha, every yeah. human meme turns out yes. to be. Um, now, that reminds me, Fesh. Mm-hmm. You haven't fucked around with the Tiger King yet, have you? No. Oh, baby. You're into it? I loved the Tiger King, yeah. You watched all of it already? I watched all of it in two days. I was so against it. I was so frustrated seeing people talk about it, sure. tweet about it. It finally gets to the point where we're like, all right, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna watch this darn thing. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes in, Jay Z T's hooked. How many episodes are there? Seven. They're like forty minutes oh, long. They're know. very funny though. I know, I know. It's it's wild, and every it, it oh, it's terrific. Um, yeah. Now I know this is a podcast about Sandler, but I got to tell you, Jay Z T, last night. I uh, had a hard time getting to sleep, and as per your directions, I I, I, I watched you live tweet, Gold Member. Oh, that's right. Giggling up a storm. Why, well, thank you very much, oh Fesh. My goodness, what a fun ride. That's right. I watched Austin Powers' Man of International Man of Mystery first, and pretty much there was like, I'm gonna watch the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. But instead of watching the Spy Who Shagged Me next, I thought I know that one pretty well. Yeah. Why not? Go to the third. That way, even if it's a bummer, I can end on the high note that I know the Spy Who Shagged Me is. Mm -hmm. And was I right? And wild. (laughs) Goldmember is wild. Thank you for following along in my tweets. Of course. And here's Uh, the thing. I remember that one all too well, but it's not for the best reasons. Why is that? It's like your Katie Couric thing. It's like, yep, I remember that because that sucks. (laughs) Like... 
all of the the missteps that that movie. Oh has yeah, to it's um firmly in my mind. I think the biggest problem with Goldmember is it's firmly, it's the way like Austin Powers One was like riffing on the sixties. Mm-hmm. Austin Powers Goldmember is riffing on Austin Powers in pop culture. It's very much exactly. in two thousand two. It's yeah, very celebrity focused. It. It's kind of run out of things to riff on, and it's... And there's a musical number of Hard Knock Life, the Jay-Z version of it, in the middle for no fucking reason, right? Yes. If I'm remembering correctly. It's... yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Dr. Evil is kidnapped in the first (laughs) act, (laughs) and in order... He's trying to break out of prison. Mm -hmm. He inspires the prisoners to start a riot, thus causing a distraction for him to escape. How does he inspire them to start a riot? By singing It's a Hard Knock Life. I guess you could... Yes, because I guess um, he wants to show them, hey, Doc, do you think I'm a rich, evil billionaire? I've had a hard life, too. Sure. Which they do get into in the movie. (laughs) Yes, Doctor Evil, secretly brothers. Yeah, which I was shocked that I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, I guess if there's anything I'm realizing that this movie bummed me out in 2002, in 2002, I was like, yeah. Oh, um, Beyonce really doesn't bring much to nope. it aside her be- from her beauty. Sure. She's very pretty. Nice to look at sometimes, but the character's not much. Nope. Um, and that's kind of a bummer. Uh, gold members first line is hey everybody i'm from holland isn't that weird yeah and um listen uh, i i love everything we've said about it already oh yeah but it's not in the same you know sincere way that the first two totally yeah it um it's a bit of a miss yeah but Just speaking of uh, irony, poisoned love, we gotta get into today's movie, dude. Jack and Jill. That's right. Jack and it. Jill. We love it. We love I, it. We we saw it in theaters together, yeah. and boy oh boy, do we have a fun ass time. Absolutely. This is not really the movie don't where I know if we'd be as close as friends as we are if we didn't see this movie together. That's first. fair. It's one of those friends for, forge in the fire moments. Like if we had seen Argo. As our first outing, or <laughs> I'm trying to think of some movies we've seen together that are like fine, but not forging, you know. Eh, Captain Marvel, but that was different. Well, that's much later. I'm trying. I'm trying later, to think yeah. of that time of like. Oh sure, that, yeah. Like, Beast of the Southern Wild, you know. Uh, we need uh, to see Jack and Jill first. We so we yeah exactly, and this would I and truly and I think in that the way that something's then like set up uh goals for friendship it's like oh well now we can go see the three stooges in theaters exactly but that's exactly why this clearly why this podcast exists the sandler hamler that's right yeah grown-ups too and then pixels Um, yeah that but yeah three stooges was an excellent time with the theaters absolutely yeah we mostly saw them in union square like on weekends but nobody was there (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yeah. Grown Ups 2 had the most amount of people. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, still not a uh, lot. I got to say, I'm nostalgic for this time of Sandler. I know we were all ready for it to be over while it was happening. Exactly. It's. F- I think it's interesting 
watching Jack and Jill in 2020, because mm-hmm. going realizing one, oh, Jack and Jill is almost 10 years ago. Yep. Next year, Jack and Jill will celebrate its 10th anniversary, and mm-hmm. you know we're going to celebrate it here on the Sandler oh, Hand. Of course. Wink, wink. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. But it is like crazy because it's like, it felt like his career was slowly dying in 2011. Mm-hmm. And kind of now, it's a very fun, win- you know, he looks great, I got to say. Got to give it to Adam. Adam is looking young and hunky <laughs> in Jack and Jill. And Jill oh, is Oh, I thought you meant today in general. Oh, Sorry, no, no. He, well, he is. I think I he think looks good today. He, I, yes. I guess what I would just say is probably in 2011, when we saw you'd say like, oh, he looks oh, older. Yes. But now yes, you're like, yes. oh, no, he looks kind of the same way like Chris Jericho in 2012. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whoa, he's older now. And now you look back and it's like, oh, he was he's a like. Sprite. He's a little a Sprite. He's like a. He's Now he's got a dad bod. Hey, yeah. sorry, uh, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Had to go there. Yeah, dude. For the listeners, we can joke because he's a friend of the pod. <laughs> he was on our um, the longest yard episode. Longest, longest yard. Yep. Uh, and um, but yeah, it's like you. But look I interrupted back. the synopsis. I'm sorry, I interrupted the synopsis. Oh, but you know, it's cool because then it did feel like he was going down. S- everyone hated. He was kind of like a hated cultural figure at this point in 2011. Very much a, what have you done, man? You don't even make good movies. 2020, he was the front runner for the best actor in the fucking Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves (laughs) Sam. he did not win, right? He did not get nominated for your Academy Award. Very big shocker. Wow. New York film Twitter went ballistic. Wow. Um... Uh, but he's still, I, which in a lot of ways, though, I think makes it, it's the cooler choice and will probably help his legacy more. Yeah. In the, like, can you believe they didn't even nominate him, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I was going through and looking at some Razzies recently. Sure. Can you, can you believe that no one was nominated out of Ridiculous Six? And we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> but Taylor Lautner. Taylor should, Lautner. Should have won. The Razzie for whatever year that was, 2016? Th- that sounds right. 2015, maybe? Yes. The worst performance in a movie I think I've ever seen. Truly a despicable film <laughs> performance. <laughs> and, like, everybody's bad in that movie for the mo- on, the, on the whole. Right, but yeah. next level bad. From and Taylor I, Lautner. And I think, Fesh, you have a particular disp- angst in your heart towards that performance. Like, I think it's yeah. bad, but I think you. Yeah. Well, because it's like, I'm not m- even mad at Taylor. It's just like, so we just all let this happen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no one stopped to say, hey, this is, nev- no, this ain't good. That's yeah. <laughs> it's painful. Absolutely. Because um, here's the thing. Hurley from Lost is also in that movie and also really sucks in it. He sure does, yeah. But I forget that every time because I, because f- fucking Taylor Lautner, <laughs> he looks great. It's yeah. In comparison. It's that thing of it's like how in in society right now, mm-hmm. um, Sarah Palin 
wrapped Baby Got Back yes. on The Masked yes. Singer. Yes. But we were just so busy freaking out about the corona right yeah, virus. Yes, yeah, it's like, yeah. it, we'll get to that later. <laughs> to that like, later. Yeah. What? That? Huh? <laughs> Forget it. We'll come I, back to that. What I thought you were saying was, just compared to today's world, Sarah Palin doesn't seem so bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a time where that was like the worst thing going. And now we're like, That'd be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dear God, if Sarah Palin was our president yeah. now, better? I don't know. I'm not yeah. equipped to handle it, but... Hey, um, what is this, Pod Save America? No, this is the same. Two drinks in? What is this, two drinks in? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Charlie Todd. <laughs> and, um... And who the fuck am I? Who would I be in that <laughs> Cody situation? Cody Linquist? Okay. Are they co-hosted together? I think so. Okay. I should know. You know, they're the number one pod <laughs> in this reality. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, their Jack is a, 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 a failing. Struggling. Struggling. Yeah, advertising guy. Dunkin' Donuts really wants to do a commercial in which Al Pacino sells a product called the Dunkachino. Now, do we know if the Dunkachino, th- that wasn't a real product, right? That was just uh, for the movie? Correct. Yeah, that was just okay. a product for the movie. Okay. And, um, um, yeah, z- w- we'll save it for later, the t- uh, commercial tie-ins. Yes. As but um, that's a f- pretty clean, clear-cut stakes, right? If you don't get El Pacino into this commercial for this product, yeah. we're l- taking our services elsewhere we will go to somewhere who does get us al pacino in that commercial yeah and it's not told to him by like an executive it's told to him by his atheist assistant played by bucky <laughs> larson himself that's right nick swartz and bucky larson himself is an atheist and this movie makes a big deal about that john McEnroe yells at him and calls him an idiot for that yes which is very insane uh, i know there's a lot of insane things in this movie mm-hmm. that's an insane thing like in 2010 2011 being like what this guy doesn't believe in god it's like you you are in hollywood like the movie takes place in California. But like it's appealing to not that. It's appealing yeah, uh, to flyover country, dude. I guess, yes. Yeah. Um, It's just sorry, so strange. I, I think I need to drop a fact on you that's going to maybe blow your mind, unless you also picked up on it. But I need confirmation of it before I do that. Um, So, sorry. Oh, sure. I yeah. thought this would be faster to do. Jeez, uh, oh, Pete's. Now, you're Thank about you. to drop a mind-blowing fact on me. Is that right, Fesh? Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm going to do a theory first just so I don't kill as much time on the air. Uh, okay. I think the bathroom attendant in this yes, movie. Yes, who helps Jack perfect his breasts. And then later mistakes Jill for Jack. And uh-oh. Yes, he f- gets fresh with Jill and Jill punches him through a door. Yeah, which is good. Um, a, it's a, w- I I really like the way he looks at Jack. It's it's a very funny, subtle moment where he's just they lock eyes. And it's like, what's this gonna be? Is he gonna yeah. say something weird? Is he gonna? And then he just helps him look like a look like a woman. Anyway, do you know who that actor is? Who is that actor? That's the you don't have any good ideas for cars guy. From I from think I, I think leave. you should leave. I'm pretty dang sure. I'm I'm scrolling through the INDB right now. Oh my Ruben gosh. Rabasa. I gotta Ruben. say. Yep, that's him. It's him. 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. Isn't that incredible? He's like a big deal in, I want to say, is it Mexico or is it Spanish TV? Let's see. Because um, I know in some write-up about the... Definitely uh, all of his, not all of his, but a lot of his credits are in Spanish. I've just heard that in some write-up of that sketch, they were like, he's actually a pretty big star, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but he's a jack. Wow. Jack, but that's end it. He admit it. Yeah, so I jumped ahead there, but I needed to get that off my chest. I just, when I saw that, I was like, that cannot go untalked about. Of, of course, yeah. So Jill uh, and Jack's mommy died, and... She died. Jack, and pretty chill about doesn't it. Doesn't care at doesn't all. Ca- you know, Fully unmotivated. Has the, yep, has the energy of wearing shorts to movie premieres, you know. Yes. Uh, and... I will say it's pr- uh-huh. you know this is yes that as you mentioned that era where everyone's like oh Adam Sandler will only be in a movie if he can wear the clothes he was wearing yep. anyway or if it's in a a nice location so he gets a free vacation out of it. Mm-hmm. The Jack performance phoned in lazy, thumbs down. But the Jill yes. performance, he's really thumbs trying. Up. He's thumbs really up. going for it. And, and it's not just like oh he's trying with the voice. He is trying to give her pathos as well. Yes. If it's successful, that's debatable, but <laughs> the attempt is is there. Yeah, he's going for pathos, absolutely. And I will say when Jack is playing Jill, he does yes. put a third dimension in there to make it not exactly the same. Yeah. So later as in the film, after it's it's become clear that Jill has no interest in Al Pacino, which is already crazy, Jack realizes the only way he's going to get Al Pacino to be in his commercial is if he dresses up as Jill and fucks Al Pacino, or at least, (laughs) I don't know if he... I think that's it. I think that's it. I don't know how far along he thought maybe... uh, That would be interesting to find out how far the character Jack was willing to go. I mean, there is... I mean, I would love to do a rewrite. I would love to fix this movie up, do it again, and do it our way, but... Just have a little phone call where he's calling Tim Meadows' characters like, look, I'll suck him off, okay? Surely that's enough. Yeah. Wouldn't you tell me you wouldn't be in a... And Al comes in and goes, no, (laughs) I want anal, right? That's how it goes. Yes. Straight anal, hard, half hour, (laughs) min, um, um. But what we didn't say... And who cares? But we, what we didn't say is we need to establish that Al Pacino is into Jill because they meet him at a Lakers game, hanging out to hang out with the first canceled person of this movie, <laughs> Johnny Depp. Mm. Yes, it, the first canceled. First? first. Well, I just didn't. I, I can't remember if Jared from Subway shows up before Later. or after. Jo- okay, Later. right. Jared from Subway comes after Johnny Depp makes his screen <laughs> appearance. Yes. Yes. Th- okay. So yes, in that case. The first canceled person of the movie yeah. is, is John Depp. Johnny Depp, and really chilling out at a Lakers game. Yeah. Really just happy to be playing himself. Not Finally, uh, pretending to give a performance, which I kind of <laughs> respect. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very uh, it's a favor cameo. Yeah. Um. So then, <laughs> what I do really genuinely appreciate is they don't even pre- try to pretend. Like there's a reason Pacino's into her. He just is. Yes. <laughs> he well, might because as well, the, 
What's because that? she's from the Bronx, and so is he. Sure, 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 sure. I just mean <laughs> the sense of his performance and anything. Like it's just like it, he feels like he was. He might as well have been struck by Cupid's arrow within the text of the movie. Sure. Yeah. He might as well have had Kevin Nealon in a diaper shooting him with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, oh yeah. But yeah. you know, is now in love with Jill. That's all we need. In the same way that they, it, and I've always said this on this podcast, is they go through great painstakes to justify why characters have money. And they do that in this, where she has to win on the prices right, or not win, get hurt on the prices right, and then win a lawsuit, presumably, or get settled out of court. And now she has a bunch of she has a jet ski and a bunch of prizes, right? Oh, are Sandler we to assume that she bought the jet ski herself? No, she was given it from the prices right. Oh, when she knocks herself ass- out. That's that may oh, and then like give they her say, free give stuff. her a bunch of prizes. Yeah, and then they cut to them driving home with a bunch of crap tied to the roof. Oh, what an eagle-eye viewer you are, Fesh. Yeah, well, again, it's a thing. It's a, it's an overarching theme of the Sandler universe is that he can't just allow characters to. It's not he doesn't take that improv note of it's fine. You have all the money in the world. He has to, for whatever reason, justify. Having yeah. Money. Even as uh, I guess I wasn't paying attention in that moment. I just assumed, yeah, Adam San- Jack just has a jet ski. Right. Exactly. Like we he's not pretty need to go on the prices right, but we need to get a like, carry cameo in there. Yeah, you look at that house. It's like, yeah, I don't know. This guy probably has a. Jet. It's not like, oh, but he can afford a jet ski. It's like he has a gardener. He yeah. has, yeah. like a pool. Like, yep. of course he would have a fucking boat a or a jet ski. ski. Yep. But yeah, so that's I think one of the more prominent overarching beats that I've been tracking throughout the course of the series. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some trends that come from the Dugan era of Sandler in this one, clearly. But I'm yes. just trying to think things that transcend generations. Or oh, for sure, the yeah. Sandman. Um, speaking of the gardener, Felipe, whose whole thing is he makes uh, racist, racist jokes, jokes but about he, Mexicans, and then yes. goes, ah, "I'm kidding, I'm kidding." Yeah, it's, boy, how yeah. about that scene where he takes Jill to meet his family? And, and, he, they, and she tries uh, Mexican food for the first time. Well, because they don't sell it at her deli. She's never had Mexican food. They don't sell it at <laughs> her deli. Yes. I think that's a funny joke. Yeah, I, I like the it. The thing is, Jill is a homebody. Jill only, yes. uh, Jill's only friend was their mom. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Uh, <sighs> we're boy, jumping boy, ahead, though, because that's not the first date Jill goes on. Correct. She goes on a date with Fun Bucket. <laughs> fun off Bucket. Of Craigslist. <laughs> That's right. So f- Jill decides to go dating. Uh-huh. They set up an online profile for her, and she cries herself to sleep because no one matches with her. Right. And so then Adam Sandler <laughs> posts on Craigslist a very risque post, and she gets like 500 responses, the first being Fun Bucket, Norm McDonald. Who doesn't norm it up at all? He might have, he could have been nobody, and that would have been fine. Yeah, it kind of seemed like he was trying really hard to give a serious dramatic performance. Yeah, very strange. Hey, but whatever. And, and he then he leaves. He, they order Caesar salads. They don't mm-hmm. touch them. She sits wait for a half hour. Waiters like, can I get rid of this? She goes, Oh, I'm just waiting. She says, I think he's just waiting for his to cool down, which I think is fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a Caesar salad. A Caesar salad to cool down. And it really speaks to the, the heartbroken optimism of the character of Jill Sappenstein. Or yes, name yeah. Is. Uh, um, Sandler's got a, an adopted child named Gary. 
from yes, India. Yes, who loves tape. He just constantly tapes stuff to his body. Yeah. Which I think, I weirdly this time around, I'm like, I like that aspect of the movie. Okay. That I don't it somehow speaks to and I think it's very much where Adam Sandler was at in his life at the time. <laughs> this era where it's like kids are freaking weird and like there's just no time to explain. Yeah, this is a phase well, our kids Jill into. explains. Jill posits it's because he doesn't connect he doesn't have a connection with his his biological parents that he needs to connect with random <laughs> fucking objects. <laughs> <Yeah. around him. laughs> it's and it's played in a way that's like I don't know if I'm supposed to find that moving or funny. It's neither, so... <laughs> yes, yeah. It's just like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, maybe it wouldn't even feel as weird if it was, like, later in the movie. It's like, let us see this. Right, yeah. And oh, then no, give us a, a weird justification. You come into it, and one girl likes to dress up like a pilgrim, and sure. the other kid likes to tape stuff around. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're um, bringing in one of uh, Sandler's buddies to play a homeless guy to spend the night for one night for some reason. That's right, Alan Covert. <laughs> yes. You um, have much better memory for their names than I do. I can't. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and they're all three in it, right? Yes. Um, it's the two hey. Bronx dudes later. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? That guy is in yeah. the, He's the got climax. He's Jersey Shore vibe going on there. Yes. We'll get to, that's a good scene worth really <laughs> talking about. Okay, well, but, I'm just thinking. All right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jill's supposed to come out just for Thanksgiving. Correct. But through circumstances, has to constantly extend her stay. Yeah. At first, just because she's like, we, can't, well, we got in a fight. I can't leave him on a fighting note. I'm going to yeah. stay longer so we get along. And... She stays, and then it gets to the point that Jack is, like, finding reasons for her to stay, so because she will have sex with Mal Pacino. Exactly. Um, what else is there to say, really? Katie Holmes <laughs> is, the, is the wife, which, again, classic. Not even You don't even have to be a Sandler handler to chart the, the, you know, the wife situation in the Sandler movies, specifically of this era as well. Oh, yeah. It's just like, let me have a hot wife. That's it. That's all and they don't, they like, never do anything either. Nothing. Again, it's, might as well not be characters. Yeah, it's like, it's not like he's casting the hottest actor so then he can, like, have an on-screen kiss. Sure. He, they just are there. They don't do yeah. anything, which is kind of cool. Kind of, uh, they kind of underline some like exposition every now and again, or will be the ones to be like, Jack, you shouldn't have said that. Yes. But there are like six characters to do that as well. <laughs> yeah. They're remember never when his like. Kid, remember when his kid says, what are you going to wear to hell? Yeah. <laughs> that part's cool. His son is onto his schemes and is really railing his ass pwning yeah. his ass yeah that kid um, it's cool it was good I, yeah yeah i just think it's like a moment in sandler's life wh- this movie where he's just like he's kind of like having an existential crisis that yeah a, that his career in a way is a, a chapter is whole ended. era yeah yes and um, it's a lot of like desperate attempts to like you know well that worked in the past and maybe again and then no yeah and i do think people rope certain movies into this era that don't deserve i think this doesn't start until grown-ups one yes i think there are movies in between little nikki and this that are weird and show signs of this era coming like anger management but i wouldn't put anger management in this category totally no maybe chuck and larry maybe chuck and larry is the first of yes that's yeah. a good 
Yes. Click is is I actually it, I I I wasn't there. I wasn't there for our click episode. Right. Listeners right. remember I was in LA yes. shooting a a gum commercial. Yep. How did that gum commercial go? Yeah, <sighs> they never aired it. Oh no! You still get paid though. I still got um, paid. Yeah, they flew me out. I got a little bit. I would have right. got more if it aired, but um, right. Just the the person, the star of the commercial, went on this like Twitter tirade. It was kind of racist, and so they just yeah, asked the, it. you know the inevitability of a human meme, right? Exactly. But yeah. W- let's just thank Elliot Kaling for filling in for you. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Elliot, I'll great job! Up. I listened to it on the plane back, and I was yeah. like, oh. Oh, I wish I was in the room riffing with these these bull these pals. Hey, well, when the ten year and what the ten years probably already come up of that. Well, when the fifteen anniversary <laughs> comes around, we'll record another one. How Sounds good. Um, all right. What else? Does anything else happen? W- they go to that party and it's it's Cameo City. You got like yes, Billy Jared, from t- <laughs> the second yeah. canceled character of yeah. the movie, the Cancel- most canceled, the most yeah. Gerald, what was his thing? He ran a uh, uh, child pornography yep. ring. Yep. Wow. Bad guy. And his, and his thing in this is he's still fat on the inside but won't admit it kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's bubbling under because Jill's like, you got to eat more than Subway. He's like, yeah, no, I do. And, and she's like, I knew it. But then later with the cake, he's like, I want, I'm so hungry. He and gets angry, yeah. That he doesn't, he's still kind of the fat guy, <laughs> which is wonderful. Jared has a rage boiling. Uh, as does McEnroe, previously mentioned, who yells at the guy for yes, being an atheist. Yes, who's got to be just one of Sandler's friends. Yeah. Um, again, and then the, the ShamWow the guy. Sham- which uh, there's literally canceled, but there's stuff around that guy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he went to prison. Yeah. And, That's um, right. Yeah, there's just a line, hey, aren't you the sham wow guy? Yep, okay, moving on. Well, they don't move on because Jill says My, we could use this to sop up something embarrassing of Jack's. I don't think it was cum, but... Flop, sweat, sweat yeah. 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 Oh, no, pee, He's a ni- he, he pees his bed. There they called is. him like yellow sheets or something. Yeah. We used to call him yellow sheets! Oh, the other thing is that Jill sweats so much in her sleep that, like, 12 hours later, there will be a clean imprint of yes. her in her bed. Oh, my God. Oh, also, uh, like, her second scene, she gets mad and runs to the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, when, when Jill can't handle emotions, she runs to the woods. Her to run to the woods, which is great. I remember at the time I was very eager for like a Lars von Trier type to remake Jack and Jill and do a very Sounds dark, good. gritty version of Jill's life. And now Sounds I good. watch and go, Jill rules. Yeah, Jill's great. How th- my, how the tables turn. Yeah. Um, again, she's she's abrasive. She's grating. Mm-hmm. All, overall, a good person. Yes. I think. Trying her best. She's, she's very strong. She's very she's strong. She's too German. Uh, uh, yes, two, in, two when she's stressed out later, she lifts. She goes to the gym with Katie Holmes and just pounds some weights. And these European bodybuilder types are just blown away. They're like, "Whoa, look at her go!" Yeah, she's strong. Because that's a little subtle runner throughout. Is that um, Jack feels a little emasculated compared to certain things? With Jill. That's right. When he is dressed up as Jill trying to seduce Al Pacino, Al Pacino <laughs> says, "Oh, you look." Um, 
a little less mad. Some you change your look. You, you look, look a little feminine. more feminine. And he goes, "You're wrong. <laughs> I disagree with you on that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a funny one. <laughs> there's this movie's weird because there's some really funny stuff in it, and then there's some just horrible. <laughs> yeah, like. It genuinely felt like there should be laugh tracks after certain things. Sure. Just this yeah. weird empty pause. And it's like, uh-huh. Oh, now the next person's going to say their line. And it's like, yeah. it's a movie. Well, they There's were like, you got to pause. You got to have some filler. People are going to be going crazy It's like the young the bucks theaters. calling a match, right? It's like <laughs> they factor in that this is awesome. Change. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are going to go nuts. <laughs> uh, Jack and, and also, What's up? The young bucks are the Jack and Jill of wrestling. Matt is Jack and Nick is Jill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to bust our balls. Yep. Um, there's also a whole slew of like hate sh- hateful bullshit just under the surface of most of, of this movie. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> like uh, ha- hateful bullshit. Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Racist <laughs> stuff and like not hey, just. Yeah, the the whole we we started talking about it when she goes to meet Felipe's fam. Phil, 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 ah, you get what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. His the gardener's family. Yeah. So again, he makes a bunch of the uh, Mexican jokes, and then ah, I'm kidding. But then the grandma, who seems to be played by a Caucasian man in makeup. Yes, it's not. No one looks like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a creation. The way that is, grandma looks. Is mad that Jill exists. Yes. Is constantly being taken out. And the only way to revive this Mexican grandmother is to shove jalapeno <laughs> peppers in her mouth. Yeah. I'm saying stuff like that. It, none of it's like. Yeah, It's not like saying expressly that they are criminals or anything. Like there are worse things this movie could be saying. Yes. But it's no, it, like it tone relies- deaf. Yeah, it relies on a lot of like stereotypes and low hanging fruit. Yes. Of racial stereotypes. Yes. In a way that is just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. It's only been nine years and it feels like a while, you know? Yep. Oh, feels yeah. Feels like a while. <laughs> this movie feels like a while. <laughs> we were children. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I was, old, I was literally years twenty, old. probably maybe just yeah. twenty-one myself. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So should okay. So then they go on a cruise, which is a commercial for the cruise line. <laughs> yep. They double dutch to "It's Tricky" by Run DMC, which is yeah, and that's pretty fun. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> New rules. New rules. No, New it's rules. tricky in movies. No, you can't use "It's Tricky" in a movie ever again. Stop. <laughs> You know what song I want banned from commercials, Fesh? What's that? Um, it's a Run the Jewels song that mm. it goes like, nobody speaks, nobody gets out. But it's like in, it, it was in like the Good Boys trailer. Mm. It, it's it's in this new Run HBO show. It's like, it. I hate it so much. Yeah. Okay. Add it, it to the it list. It goes to the song. It's like, it's, it, oh, it infuriates Don't recognize me. it, but add it to the list. That's fine. No more. It's tricky. No more that. Let's bring back I'm Too Sexy. Yeah, bring back <laughs> I'm Too Sexy. I miss it. It's been gone for like 10 years now. You don't see yeah. things anymore. That's, you know what else we should bring back? What's that? Um, 
the Macarena. I think the Macarena should just be in. Well, trailers. Hotel Transylvania three did. Oh, which we'll get to obviously later. But uh, you know what? You haven't seen that one. I have not seen the third Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. No, I started yeah, the Macarena. second. Love the first one. Started the yeah. second one. Yeah. Have not partaken in the rest of the trilogy. Well, we'll we'll get there. Awesome. But, um, but the third one brings back the Macarena in a major way. Ooh, that's you know what interested me in Austin Powers in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Evil does the Macarena, but doesn't say Macarena. He says ducka ducka ducka. Yeah, ducka ducka, and he does it. He does the dance, but doesn't quite do the dance. I think that was so they didn't have to pay royalties. That's. Yeah, I guarantee you that's exactly what that was. Plus, you get the d- added joke of this guy's out of touch. He doesn't even know the song. Yeah. They don't really play that much into the fact that Dr. Evil's also from the past. Right? He kind of acclimates pretty quickly. Pretty, yeah. He doesn't understand that money is different. He wants a million dollars. They go, a million dollars is not really that much joke. money. It's a big joke. But other than that, he's like, he's good, right? Yeah, that there's that one scene. Otherwise, yeah, he pretty much gets along. Yeah. The big things with Doctor Evil are dealing with Scott Evil. What? Yeah. Um. That. Um. He's based off of a James Bond villain who was played by Donald Pleasance, the guy who plays Doctor Loomis in those Halloween movies. Really? Isn't that cool? That is. I kind of did want to watch the James Bond movies after watching Austin Powers. Kind of. Um, I'm down to watch the one with Donald Pleasance in it. I, okay. Yeah. I have seen Dr. No before with my parents, uh-huh. and I really was bored out of my yeah, mind. Yeah, they seem like boring films. Yeah, especially the older ones. It's like, what? Not Holly. I'll watch Donald Pleasance be a sincere Dr. Evil. That's fine. Yeah. The things I like about it, hot girls and everyone. Schwing! Wayne's World. Wayne's World, yeah. <laughs> That's what Schwing's from, right? That's what Schwing is from. Yeah, Schwing came out in from the the Wayne's World movies. Well, I mean, we're not. We still got plenty of episodes of the Sandler Hamlet to go. But are we gonna do Michael Myers after this, or Mike Myers after this? I think so. I think we should. Yeah, we have to. Right? We are running towards. Yeah, the end is in so, more so than it ever was. Yes, we still got plenty to go. Yeah, but, yeah. But but yeah, I think we it's time to start thinking about what's next, and I think it's got to be old. So the I murdered a. Uh, so I married an axe murderer himself, Mr. Yeah, Mike the Myers. fans are clamoring for it, you know. Yeah. They what do we got? get Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, so I married an expert. The Shrek movies. The Love Guru, which we already Love did Guru. for our April Fool's episode last year. <laughs> well, we'll do. That was. We did an alternate reality shtick to it. Right, right. Do we'll do a proper sincere. episode. and um, That's it, though, right? Austin Powers, and then that's it. I guess technically, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we need, you know, we need, con- or it can be bonus episodes. Sure. Um, do we do Master of Disguise as a bonus episode of that? We gotta. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. How about Dana Carvey's little cameo at the beginning of the movie? As the puppeteer. Yeah, as the puppeteer. I thought he was Wonderful. pretty good. Always good to see Dana. It's a, it's always a treat to see Dana. You gotta love Dana. You gotta love Dana. Now, you you do know, too, Fesh, that Dr. Evil, part of the impression is based on Lorne Michaels, right? Oh, I wasn't so much speaking of the impression. I, oh, sure. I was saying yeah. literally he is dressed like the character from... Gotcha. 
Okay. Whatever movie that is. I uh, I didn't know that about Lauren, but it makes so much sense now that I hear it. Oh, yeah. Right. Only he's from Belgium. Chevy. One million dollars. One million Chevys. Chevys. <laughs> oh, Chevy likes to, you know. <laughs> you got to have a host and a musical yeah. guest. And then uh, yeah. I like to open with a political monologue. <laughs> yeah. Is this the best Warren Michaels impression ever? <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, you should audition for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Hello, my name is Lauren Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do some characters. Oh, um, wait, you're doing a meta thing where you're the character is auditioning? They're going to yeah. eat that up. Um, it's just like a little thread device to keep all the characters together. All right, so let's see your first character, Lauren. Okay, this first character is an intern that doesn't know how to alphabetize. <laughs> a, B, G, D, E, X. What do you mean I'm doing it wrong? I went to Vassar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see the, the celebrity impression. Okay, so this celebrity impression is Belgium uh, president Dorf, oh, okay. Michael Dorf. Um, okay. I'm the president, and uh, yeah, I think we should just open our borders. Cause <laughs> say la vie. I'm gonna stop you right there, sir. Oh, okay. <gasps> you used to be artistic. Get direct. out! Oh no. <laughs> And so, that's the story of why I didn't get on SNL, Mark Marin. Um, we fade to a, a garage studio. Yeah, yeah. And and then Fesh does a perfect impression of Mark Marin, and it's funny, and it's a button, and we edit from there. Edit. <laughs> awesome. Um, awesome. Um, he tries. Uh, Al Pacino tries to get Jill to play stickball in his office because <laughs> of, yeah. of the Bronx connection. And uh, she doesn't want to do it. And then he makes her do it. And what does he, she do? She accidentally breaks his Oscar trophy. And she goes, well, surely you have many more. And he goes, you'd think. I had a false memory of him looking directly into the camera. Me saying, too. Huh. I thought he looked into the camera, but I actually thought it was a pretty tasteful joke in this yeah. time around. Yeah. Huh. wonder what that is. Mandela effects, alternate universes, yeah. dude. Oh, hey! I've listened. Don't you don't gotta tell me about it. I listened to the Chris Jericho episode of his podcast. Did he have an expert? On he had an expert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and did they use the same three examples everybody uses? Yes, of a course. And within like in the in like in the first three minutes, like so you know how sometimes you remember one thing, but it's actually another. Like right, yeah, yeah. So this is proof that there's time travel going on, and people our memories right. are being altered. It's like. No, nah, it could just be false memories. Could be. Yep. Get Conover in there with Jericho. He'll set him straight, huh? Ooh, Adam Conover, please go and talk his Jericho. <laughs> you would kill it. You would kill it. Oh. Um, that's pretty much the movie, right? Uh, yeah. Like they all learn their lessons, and it's fine. They right? What happens? Yes. Well, finally, they get some twin time. <laughs> It's another big thing you, in it. You love Twin Time. I love wait, Twin JZT, Time. Wait, wait. Did you hear that knock? <gasps> it seems like it was coming from your end. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Jazz... 
It's my twin sister. Oh. Jill. <laughs> I'm John, and I have a twin sister named Jill. So we're both known as JZT. And What's it's very name, Jill. My middle name is Zoe. Oh, okay. Jill Zoe Townsend. <laughs> so you see, it's very confusing when people say JZT because that's what my name is. Jill, are you you're gonna be quarantined with uh, John this whole this whole time? I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> are you kidding? He's always jerking off. <laughs> Yuck. I wouldn't step. I, I wouldn't step foot in his room if you pay me five hundred dollars. Which is why I'm stepping foot in his room. Our mom paid me five hundred one dollars to bring him fresh underwear. <laughs> Jill, what shut up. What, wait, what is he doing with the underwear? What's wrong with the? Oh, he's underwear? soiling it with cum and shit. He's just so busy jacking and shit, jacking off. He ain't got time to run to the bathroom. He's squirting diarrhea out while he's coming all over his chest, and then he just goes, ugh, ugh. It smells bad. Jill, shut up. Oh, you Jill, shut up. Jill, oh, I'm talking you, to your friend. Jill, can I just say something? Sure. I find you very charming. Ooh. And not too bad to look at either. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've you been pick single it up for it. down? I'd love to lay down on your face. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JCT, er, uh, John, uh, how do you feel about wrapping this episode up, uh, keeping the Skype camera going, and you fucking off? How about that? All right, I'm going to go play <laughs> Animal Crossing in another room. Jill, please don't come everywhere. <laughs> F- no promises. <laughs> okay, wait, before me and Jill um, have cyber sex, uh, <laughs> we, w- is this a good movie or a bad movie as our rating system? Oh, right. I no, say j- good movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say bad movie. It's your. Uh, that's why I'm the Jill to your Jack. Yes. Um, cool. And I'm and so the, the Jill ne- to your Fesh. Absolutely. I and mean, so the next week's uh, growing up Sue, right? I think. Uh, or is it? That's my boy. Ooh. Ooh. We'll look at the doc. All right. Yeah. See you, folks. All right. Bye. bye.